Art is more than just a composition of beautiful colors and carefully placed brushstrokes. When we can think about it more expansively, that is. Welcome to the Art of Podcast, a show that unveils the masterpiece resulting from you taking your healing into your own hands. I'm your host, Leah Fisher, a trauma survivor turned multi-awarded reflectionist artist with a master's degree in counseling. My highest intention is to create a community for self-healers. Together, we'll unlock your own creative capacity to design a life of holistic wellness and embrace the healing journey, one step at a time. I am Leah Fisher, and I am your host, and I haven't spoken with you guys in a while. I have just been really inward. I have felt it extremely necessary to just really take a lot of time for myself developing um, my relationship with, with silence and commitment to my routine and just my own emotional well-being. And I have to say it has been really helpful and in a way that I've never really experienced before. I've mentioned before that I just have this block against or this um, difficult relationship with consistency and discipline. And although I, th- I think like in the grand scheme of humanness, I'm probably pretty average, but I don't, I don't really feel comfortable with average. I don't know about you guys, but I'm always kind of striving for that next level of dimension and growth because I just, I don't, um, there's always more and there's always more to, to explore and levels to go to. And so I think that we get very comfortable in feeling uncomfortable and really accept it as that's just the way reality is. And this is just the way life is. And when we look at it, people around us or society around us and everyone's in this state of fear and um, complacency and generalized pain, I think that it becomes very normalized. And I've lived in this space for so long and I've just seen just the, the overall blanket of the human condition kind of existing in this place, right? Like we do what we have to do. We make the money we have to make in order to survive and we're barely making it through. We're living under constant stress and anxiety and we're in almost like this hamster wheel of I'm going to have these emotions then I'm going to dull these emotions and medicate these emotions in whatever, you know, medication du jour we prefer. But, you know, it's just kind of this, this, this perpetual cycle of stress and letting out the stress and getting the dopamine hit and coming back, recovering from it, withdrawal from it and, and getting that hit again. And, um, you know, this is just the kind of thing that I feel like blocks us from happiness and joy. And I don't know about you guys, but that's kind of what I'm searching for. And I'm searching for it independently of an outward catalyst, right? Like for me, the goal and hell, I wish I was there. I'm getting closer. I'm just getting so much closer inch by inch by inch and and more so than I ever have in my whole life. But the goal for me is um, to have that joy and that peace and that love within myself without um, 
maybe the job isn't going so well. Maybe I'm not making as much money as I want to. Maybe, you know, I'm not getting the affirmation like through a romantic relationship. Maybe, um, who knows, you know, for, it comes from different ways that we seek this affirmation and this, and this, uh, and this mind altering, I would say it's kind of like a substance, but like a catalyst that, that's coming for us that makes us feel a certain way, but then it goes away. But a consistent feeling and a level feeling of peace is what I'm kind of going for. And I mean, even more than that, I mean, cause I, you know, I aim high, but I want to feel happy. I want to feel happy for no reason and grateful when I wake up in the morning and, um, you know, that's, that's what my journey has been about as far as looking to find teachers and information to kind of guide me along that way. And so anyway, so that's what I've been doing for the whole summer. And, um, I have to tell you, I am feeling really good. And this actually gives me a lot of hope and a lot of a lot of optimism and some um, and some gratitude for myself that I've made this investment in myself because I I th- what I've been experiencing over the summer is is something that I I was working towards but I wasn't ever sure if it was really a reality I didn't know like if people were just kind of like full of shit you know when they were talking about kind of the feelings and the healing that actually happens I've just been doing so much to really facilitate the healing, but it was almost, um, it was almost sort of like a pipe dream sometimes because I would always like feel good and then kind of fall back down again. And I'm like, am I bipolar? What's happening? (laughs) You know, I mean, I'd have these momentary, uh, reprieves from, from the anxiety and the general grief. And, um, for the first time, you know, I'm, I'm having an, a longer extended amount of time of levelness and at a high level too. Cause I think, um, getting into a very low grade depression or anxiety and living in that state is, is probably more common, but I have definitely elevated to, to something that's different now. I mean, you know, you have to, you always have to hold on to it really, really lightly because, anything can change, right? That, you know, that can really knock you off your frame. And, and I'm aware of that. And I know that peace is always going to be tested and it wouldn't be human if it wasn't. So, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. But I do have gratitude for really seeing a change in myself. And I, if it can happen for me, I guarantee it can happen for you. And so I just wanted to talk a little bit about the work I've been doing and, um, give you some resources, of course. And, uh, I hope this inspires you. I, I know that it's a really weird time in the world. I think there are a lot of people that are in terror and in fear and confusion and anger. And, um, I just want to say that we should all just pray if, if you pray and if you, if you, whoever you pray to just pray for, um, for all the people who are um, in in these circumstances and the times that we live in. Uh, okay, so let me uh, just say that I, I think that a lot of what I've been 
working on and and trying to discover is that that I deserve to be happy and I deserve to be healed and I deserve to have the things that I want and I need. And I think that the word deserve and I deserve something, some people might uh, interpret as entitled, right? And we, we don't really look at it as this super positive word because it's like, okay, if you didn't earn it, um, maybe you don't deserve it. But I, that's, that's a really shadowy aspect of that word, right? And, and what I've come to kind of um, examine is that some of the things that I really want, I, deep down, there are these little aspects that it makes me feel like I don't deserve them. And so my intention today is to talk about deservingness and maybe inspire you to think about what are the things you want and do you feel like you deserve them? Or do you feel like you have to earn them? Do you feel like they're just completely impossible? And um, maybe give you some tools to make that jump from from I don't deserve this or I really want this to yes, I deserve this because I am a whole, complete, loving person and I deserve to have the things that I desire and want. And um, as long as they aren't hurting others, right? And we're And we're honest about it you know? So, okay. So I, I, in all transparency, this is much of a framework that comes from to be magnetic, uh, which is a program that I've mentioned often in, in this podcast, but I'm, I'm referring back to it today because it is some, a daily practice that I visit every single day. And what I am doing is her program of up level because in this program, it's a manifestation program and it talks about different tools you you utilize in order to increase your worthiness so that the energetics of of your self-worth are bringing in the things that you want and i will say i've manifested many many of the things that are on my list but maybe not to the degree that i want or to the amount or um to the intensity if it's an energetic something like that so what I am doing here is I'm, I'm listing what she calls our, my four pillars of my authentic code, the things that really like deep down in my heart, these are the things that I value and really examining them and seeing, okay, where is the shadowy, like negative blocked thinking that is there? Because the, everything on my list I, I have, but there it's not a hundred percent right? And I think I can be grateful for that, but always still be a human being that is has the right to ask for a dynamic, more rich, more prosperous, more loving life. And so as we grow, we, we know that, that we can have all those things. So what I'm talking about, I'm going to be talking about the, the four pillars of my authentic code and the shadowy aspects of what I am going to continue to unblock and heal and work on. And I hope that it will serve as an example to you about the kind of work that I think is very relevant and very um, powerful and that you could do too, like to up-level what you have, right? And what you want and what you want to create in this world. So another part of doing this work is outing our shadows and really de-shaming 
the parts of our psyche and our process that we probably wouldn't just tell a stranger, but of course I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and do that to lots of strangers on the podcast, but I'm going to kind of go through my pillars and I'm going to talk about where I still have blocks around them. And in doing so, when you, when we're only as sick as our secrets, right? Like de-shaming something, it takes away so much power. People relate to it. You realize you're not the only one. And when it festers inside of you, it just eats away. But when you speak it out loud, it doesn't have as much power. So let me get to it. So the first pillar of my authentic code, which is the four things that I'm mainly saying are the most important to me, is my, and I know the trigger warning here, trigger warning here, and, and there's that this is part of the shadowy aspect too, but probably the first pillar that is the most important to me is my connection to the divine. And this is really triggering. I mean, I'm about to say to God, you know, like as soon as I say the word God, some of you are like, oh my God, did she say the word God? I'm jumping out of my skin. I can't take it. Um, When I directly say that my connection to the divine, some of my other listeners might be saying, she's not saying Jesus. She's a witch. (laughs) She's new age. She's going to hell. You know, there's a lot of shadowy aspects when we start talking about God and our connection to in our relationship with God. But I will say that it is my number one pillar. It's the thing that is most important to me. And I've had to do a lot of reflection and integration considering uh, my, my Southern Baptist upbringing, which was, was pretty traumatizing to me, um, based on a lot of fear and guilt and shame. And you know, I've had to let that go for a long time. I would never really even talk about God. I wouldn't talk about prayer. Um, I was just the fundamentalist Christian um, ideology was uh, very threatening to me. It really blocked me for a long time with, with having any kind of thought process around my spirituality, to be, to be frank, you know. Um, and and I have I have deep deep programming there. I I couldn't even say Jesus for a, a long time, a long time. Now I've reworked my my thoughts and my beliefs around all of this, and I've made it work for what I need in my daily practice. And uh, and it's all very it's all very tailored to me. It's all very tailored to me. I don't, you know I the, I I know I might get some criticism, and I'm sorry if if this is making any of you uncomfortable. Just know that any of the pillars that I talk about, they don't necessarily need to be your pillars. And, um, you know, because something works for me, something else might work for you. But this is this is one of mine. So definitely the shadow of of um, just being ashamed to say that God is important to me. I, you know, um, there's a lot of fear around that, too. You know, there are a lot of people who have been hurt by religion and. And, and I don't want to be put into that category, but I will say because it is such a highly charged subject, especially right now in, in this time that we're living in, I still believe it, it is something that is the most important thing to me because without it, I think that I am missing out on the most important thing that can possibly propel me forward through all the work that I do through my creativity through my writing through this podcast is that my 
direct line to something that is bigger than me, no matter what you call that, like there are so many names for what we call the divine or God, you know, and, and whatever it is, like without my direct, um, communication and awareness of it, it, it's, uh, it's almost like I don't have a power source. It's like, I'm, I'm working on fumes. I'm relying completely on myself. Um, self-reliance, you know, can be very, it's not efficient and it can be, um, very isolating and isolation and, uh, fear and being tired and depleted, it's almost impossible to really, really create intentionally in your life without like a really strong, powerful source. And so, um, you know, in order for me to create the life that I want and the art that I want, I need a lot of energy. I need a lot of power. And for me, that comes from something other than just myself. And I don't really know how to explain it. I mean, how many people throughout our civilization have tried to explain the nature of God? I'm certainly probably not doing it justice. I can only relate what my thoughts are and how it shows up in my life. And since, and the way that I do it is I, I pray a lot. And um, not necessarily to one specific deity. And sometimes it, it feels a little traditional too. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. And I meditate. And they say that praying is talking to God and meditating is listening to God. And so the more that I do that and the more that I'm in line with that, I can feel my relationship to the divine, which I feel is in me, all around me not separate from me at all and is the uh is connects me to every resource that I need so you know um now the the shadow is that there's a lot of fear there there's a lot of fear there um and shame because and you know what I say there's a lot there's just a little there's just a little bit but even me talking to you guys about this like it's going to, it's going to reduce that shame just a little bit. Right. And, and as I reduce the shame and the fear around it, my pillar and my, um, this pillar of my authentic code, it gets stronger. So in essence, my relationship to my higher power, to the divine, to God gets stronger, right? Because those negative emotions aren't there. And I will tell you later on how some, some specific techniques about how to reprogram those shadowy aspects. All right. So the second pillar of my authentic code that's very important to me is my, is connection and to be fully seen and loved. I feel like if, if we all told the truth that this would definitely be on all of our lists and I I do pretty well here. I mean, I have great friends. I have uh, the, the family that I have left. I really feel a lot of love towards them. Um, but, you know, 
there are levels of this, especially around a romantic relationship. And God, I hate saying that. I, you know, I just feel like I don't want to say that out loud because I think that um, it's not that cool to say that that's what you want. You, you either should be in a relationship and be happy and never, ever complain about it and, you know, and that you're doing that or, you know, living the fantasy. Or if you're single, you should be like, I'm just single right now. I don't need a man. I don't need that and this and that. But look, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you guys here. I mean, I definitely want a relationship, um, that twin flame, that soulmate, all of that for sure, for sure. But part of that pillar and that part of my authentic code, part of the shadowy aspect is that I have throughout my life always really made my value of connection and being seen and loved very, very directly linked to an obsession with this coming from a romantic partnership, right? Like I can't really feel loved and peaceful and happy unless I'm in a relationship. And, um, look, this is a hard thing to let go of. I mean, we are programmed to, I mean, to, we are supposed to be in a relationship. We are, we can't be happy without it. We're supremely happy if we have it. And all this isn't true. This is all, you know, lies and 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 I don't know I mean I'm starting to figure out that I really have to be happy and I want to be happy before I even get into this relationship and so um because it's I mean let's face it it is easy to feel unfulfilled or feel unhappy or feel lonely and then get meet someone get in a relationship and all that goes away right it's like a it's like a medicine and it goes away temporarily is the is the is the catch there so you know for me um I I think that I have a lot of connection in my life of course I want more I do want that soulmate I do want and I want deeper friendships and um and for more people to come into my life that I admire and and that we can really share this life with but uh there are aspects of of shame in these relationships you know and and I and when I when I do really drill down to it, um, there are still little remnants of I'm damaged. I'm, I'm resentful. You know, whenever I have contact with people and not just in romantic relationships, but in everyday life, those little, those little things that are kind of like a splinter in your finger that always come up that you're irritated with someone or you're angry with someone or, someone isn't treating you right, you know, regardless of the nature of the relationship, those are the little, the little sticks that, that have to be kind of, kind of dug out of there. The, the shame, the anger, the blame, the resentment, the victimization, all of that. Now, you know, I mean, a few years ago, I mean, I lived in that space. Like I lived there, I lived there. And now it's more like a, a mild irritant right? But it's still there. And I think that it's still standing in the way of me really producing and creating the kind of quality connections that, that I'll have in the future. So we'll be working on that. The third pillar in my uh, authentic code is financial freedom and luxury. And what that means to me, and, and this is something that I picked up directly from To Be Magnetic, is that is that I really enjoy nice comfortable things you know I'm a Taurus moon and a Taurus rising so 
Um, which, by the way, I don't know if anyone cares or anyone's even paying that close attention, but I thought it was a Scorpio rising for a really, really long time. And it turns out on my birth certificate, I was born in PM instead of AM. So I am completely exploring this whole nother astrological sign. But this is neither here nor there, except that Taurus is very, very much about comfort, comfort and beauty. And I, um, I really admire and love beautiful things. I like beautiful clothes and a space, a living space and, um, and financial freedom. You know, I have made a better living than I ever thought I would, but you know what? I, I want more. I want financial freedom. And, um, this is, this is one that I'm so far away from as far as creating or manifesting in my life. Um, and so what that tells me Although, I mean, I, I love my home and I, I mean, I, I have more than God, 99% of people on this planet, right? Most of us do. Most of us do. But I still feel fear around money and my future and being able to provide for myself and the people that I care about, right? So, but what that tells me is I have a lot of shadowy aspects there because if I don't have what I want, um, and, and what I'm trying to create, it means that I have some kind of beliefs that tell me that I can't. And this was a in, in really interesting one for me because um, a lot of what we we value and our in our and our authentic code and our pillars have a lot to do with what we didn't have when we were growing up. And I felt like uh, this is this is something money and luxury was, was not something that I lived in a daily basis when I was growing up. So this is really important to me now. Um, and so the shadow around that is that, I mean, it feels just shallow me even saying it out loud. There's a lot of guilt, like saying, I want more, you know, I already have so much, but like in my heart of hearts, I still do. I still want more. And I don't ever want to worry about money again. And it almost seems like a a pipe dream, right? Like saying out loud just sounds stupid because it's never going to happen. Well, there you go. Like if if I have that attitude around it, like if I never believe it's going to happen, that's why it's not happening, right? And, um, you know, shame around even wanting it. I mean, shame is the lowest vibrating emotion that there is. So if I have shame around my finances, I mean, that's, that's really limiting how far I get. I also have shame around my spending habits. Like maybe I'm too impulsive. Um, a lot of fear around investing. I haven't done very well investing. Everything I've invested in has pretty much gone belly up. (laughs) I mean, you know, it's, it's, um, I don't have a lot of confidence there and, you know, I have some guilt because. Uh, there are a lot of people suffering in this world, including some that are close to me that don't have hardly anything. And I feel like I should be giving it all away, you know, not accumulating things for myself. And so there's a lot of shadow around financial freedom and luxury, but yet I still want it. Right. And so we'll spend, be spending some time. I'll be spending some time with, with those emotions through the techniques that I'm going to explain a little bit later, but, uh, that's a big one, right? Okay. So the fourth one is wellness and this is nurturing my physical and my spiritual and my mental bodies. 
this is probably the one I have the least amount of shadow around. Uh, I spent a lot of time doing this. I see the value in it. I'm seeing massive results, right? Like how did I start this podcast out? I said that I've never felt better in my whole life. Well, it's because I have invested here. I have spent time. I have, um, put a lot of resources into, into this value and, but still there's a little shadow there. There's, there's still some procrastination. Um, I'm not living in an eternal state of bliss, right? Like who I'm not Buddha. <laughs> I still get real, real salty. And like, I don't know. I mean, I, I still have, I'm still me. I'm and not that I don't need to be me, but I'm not always living on my highest timeline. And I want to be, you know, I want to be that person who doesn't get shaken by everything and who just kind of is peaceful in a storm, you know? And so, but you know, I think that my, my shadow around this and the self care is it's, it's really privileged. And I feel like sometimes it, um, for me feels a little bit selfish. And then I also kind of feel some shame for having the resources and the time to do it. (laughs) Right. Okay. So, um, I think the theme here is that there's a lot of shame and a lot of guilt the two lowest emotions there are. Okay. So just live in a world with me really quick where I slash you really, really dig these out or even, even move them up on the emotional scale to, I don't know, um, like just, just courage or acceptance, you know, just doing that. How are each of the, the, the pillars, how are they going to move along? What kind of things are going to show up in my life slash your life? if the lower emotions get raised up or eradicated out of there, you know, it's exciting. It's exciting. And I think that it is a very, very doable task for us. And, um, I will certainly update you as I have progress here. But so now that, that you have all these pillars, right? Like you have all this authentic code and and you have the shadowy aspects that are kind of the little, it's letting the air out of your tires in each of these subjects. Let me tell you, a little bit about what I've been doing and uh, will continue to do and probably expand upon a bit as I, as I get further, further into this, cause this is lifelong work. You guys like this isn't over next week. You know, this is, you need consistency, which I'm still learning. I got most of this from the to be magnetic program, which I will definitely list in the show notes. But what's so brilliant about this program is that each of these emotions that are just kind of like kind of holding me back, they have these little meditations, which they call DIs, they're deep imaginings, but you can take each of these emotions through these deep imaginings. They're kind of like hypnosis. They're reprogramming. They're working with the neuroplasticity of your brain, but you can go in and you can work with your inner child. You can work with your shadow. Like you'd literally plug each of these in as it relates to finances, relationships, spirituality, growth, uh, whatever, and put the treatment on the emotion. And what it does is it reframes it, it restructures it uh, literally physically in your brain and it heals it on a deep level and it kind of sweeps it out of there, right? The deeper it is, the longer it takes. Um, but I've been doing the work for a long time and I've really, really started seeing progress. So anyway, I'll take this whole list, right? And I will go through it and do the deep imaginings and do the, the hypnosis and, and really take some time reprogramming it. Um, and for me, because, you know, as I said before, like the, 
the connection to the divine component that's so important to me may not be to you, and that is perfectly fine. But I love to pray every day and ask for guidance and enlightenment and to see myself clearly and provide the resources I need and the teachers I need for my healing and basically um, surrender the process and whatever element I am asking to be healed to to my higher power to to heal. So essentially giving my small human problem to my bigger solution uh, powerhouse, right? So I like to do that. Meditate. Um, sometimes I do a silent meditation. A lot of times I will go to YouTube, which I will also link a couple of really cool meditations. I'll do a meditation for shame and guilt and anger on YouTube. And so, you know, I'll do my TBM and then on some days, some days I'll do another kind of meditation, but I always try to do some kind of meditation every day if I can. And, um, I am not perfect at this and I don't think that's the point. I think the more you do it, the better you get, but I don't know, but it, it really, really changes things. I know you hear it all the time, but I mean, if you hear it one more time for me, I guess it won't hurt. But, um, and so, you know, taking this time in the morning, I, I do a little daily reading from Emmett Fox and then, um, I do my TBM or my meditation and I do my prayer and, you know, it takes about an hour a day, but it's so, it's so nourishing and it really fuels me and the, um, doing it with consistency over the summer and really being committed to it. It's really, it has really planted some seeds that have started to germinate and to grow. And, um, I'm seeing a lot of movement around these areas, but, and I think lastly, and most importantly above all else is to, um, have compassion, have compassion for yourself and your inner child and I mean, God, no matter what we grew up with and no matter what's happened to us, our, our world is, is not the easiest, softest place to live in. <laughs> it's just not, it, you know, I mean, um, we've all had disappointments. We, we're all living this human experience, which, um, teaches us, you know, which really just basically teaches us to, to be kind of mean to ourselves. We're, we're pretty abusive. We, um, never really think we're doing it right. We never really think we're good enough. We never really think we're successful enough or just enough in general. And I don't know, can I just gift you the thought of just letting it go? Like maybe you are just like how you are just good enough. I know most of you are one. Yeah, but I'm not. <laughs> or maybe that was my brain. Maybe it was my brain saying that probably sounds about right. <laughs> but as I said, I'm on this road with you. Um, if I ever find like a hard, fast solution to any of this, I'll certainly share that. And I haven't found it yet. I only find things that incrementally make it better. Um, I think it's unrealistic to think that we're going to be pain free with no loss because there's always going to be death in this world. There's always going to be disappointment. There's always going to be things that don't go the way we want them to, right? Um, that we have no control over, but it can be a little bit better and we can have compassion for that, have compassion for others in their process. Um, 
that's that's all I have to give you know today I, I hope that it's I hope that it was helpful I hope that um, you'll go and check out this TBM program it's pretty cool I keep on talking about it but it made a big difference in my life I love the podcast too I'll, I'll link that as well but um I just, you know, I'm so glad to be back recording and saying hi to you guys. I, you know, I know that I'm supposed to be like recording consistently too, um, but I have to be respectful of myself. I don't want to come to you guys with some like bullshit, you know, I really just don't. I want everything that I talk to you about to be of quality and from my heart and, uh, that just doesn't come on, on demand. (laughs) It really doesn't. It really doesn't. And I've had to let go of the perfectionism to be like, you have a podcast and you're doing it weekly and you better show up or, you know, blah, 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 like this inner militant in my head. But I, you know, I just, I didn't record until I really felt like doing so. So here I am, here you are. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please refer to my show notes for all the resources in this podcast. Check it out. Let me know if any of this is working for you. Uh, it did. It, it did take a while for it to really kick in for me. Just FYI, um, but worth it. And then also, I think the last time I talked to you, I was talking about my book. The book is still available. I will put a link to how to get that as well. Um, what else? I think that's it. I think that's it. I'm really super excited for fall. I feel a shift in the energy and let's all just, uh, just really take care of ourselves during, during this time and be grateful for, for what is good and, um, and shed love on what is not. And, and until next time, I will talk to you soon. As always, thank you for listening all the way through to the end of the Art of Podcast. I really appreciate it. If you are enjoying the show, please leave me a five-star review and a written review. It helps the show get listened to and distributed, and it's just really good. And I want to thank you in advance for that. If you want to connect with me on Instagram, it's Leah Fisher Art, and also visit my website because I have a great section that highlights a lot of the resources that I talk about on the show. And then it also has some of my art too, if you want to scroll around and look at that. And if you guys have any resources that you are really enjoying that are helping your healing or just making life a little bit better, share those with me because I would love to share them with my audience. And in the meantime, I hope everyone's doing great and I will talk with you soon.